Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Welcome to this podcast episode, my friend, which officially kickstarts the first of six mini episodes that I will be sharing with you as you come to the end of the year. So over here in Australia, summer has officially arrived. I love the warm weather and I know that everyone is so busy with the lead up to Christmas. So I decided rather than recording my usual longer length episodes, I would do a six week stretch of mini pep talks that last around 10 to 15 minutes. That's going to be the goal. These will be bite-sized episodes jam-packed with so much value that will be easy for you to consume on the run. So no excuses anymore. I know myself, like I find it harder to listen to those longer length episodes and I love podcasts, seriously, but when they're really short and sweet, they are so much easier to consume. So they should be easy for you to squeeze in a quick lesson while you are brushing your teeth, getting ready in the morning or just getting the house in order before you go to bed. So I thought it would be fun to kickstart this pep talk series with a really eye-opening episode that I've decided to call The Year That I Became Rich. So before I dive in, I want you to think about the thoughts that come to your mind when you hear the word rich. So does this title make you think that I maybe won the lotto this year or that I scored a book contract because I have like 20 20 books at least for a million dollars? Now, I think that it's totally normal to equate being rich with having lots of money. Okay, that's what we seem to think. And in many ways, it's actually correct because that's one of the definitions of the term rich. It's having a great deal deal of money or assets. But then there is a second definition, which has to do with feeling abundant and rich with resources. So before we go any deeper, I want to point out to you that the term rich is actually completely relative. You get to decide what that means. Earning $50,000 a year from your business might seem like an insane amount of money to someone living in poverty, while for another person, they might think, no, that's not really that much. Another person could also earn half a million dollars a year and it might not even be enough for them to cover their expenses. Well, for others, it could be a dream come true. So you might be thinking, well, that's absolutely crazy. You know, half a million dollars, that really does mean rich. But to a billionaire, that amount might seem like nothing. So just understand that this term is relative. This idea of what we think rich means is something that we make up in our own minds. If you don't think it's true, like think about people living in different countries. What they think is rich is different from what you think it rich. It's like a completely neutral term that we decide what that actually means. So just keep that in mind. We get to decide what we think is enough for us and what we think is enough to make us feel wealthy and rich and enough to satisfy our wants and needs. So for me, I like to think of the term rich as having more than enough. And this was a really pivotal year for me in my shift towards a way that I view money. Now, I should point out that I've actually always had a great relationship with money. Even when I was a teenager, I was working in a medical center as a receptionist. And even when I was a stay-at-home mom and not working at all, and even when I first started my blog and hadn't even earned a cent from it, I still had a great relationship with money. I had just decided right from the word go that I was going to be great with money, whether I was earning a little or a lot. And I really think that this healthy mindset that I have about money came from going up with a family where my parents were actually able to retire really young and do really well for themselves, 
Even though my dad finished school in year six, in grade six, that's what he got. He had a grade six education and my mum just made it to year eight. So this was actually a really common thing back there where they lived overseas back in a time where I mean, we would consider it to be poverty right now. But they came to Australia with literally nothing but the clothes on their back, but they always still had a healthy relationship with money. They respected it, they saved it, and they invested it well. So I grew up wanting to do exactly the same. So you may be wondering how or why do I feel like 2020 is the year that I finally became rich, especially with the pandemic surprising us all this year. But the truth is going through what we went through this year has actually contributed to this shift in my consciousness about the things that we are so blessed to have. So money-wise, I've always felt lucky. It's just a feeling like I've just decided I'm really good with money. I've always understood the importance of having a healthy, abundant and respectful relationship towards money. And I guess that this has been reflected in my business too. So I actually have a whole book on this called the Manifest Money and a Life of Abundance course, which speaks about the law of attraction in a way that I've actually never seen done before. You really just check it out. If you're interested in things like manifestation and law of attraction, it really is a great course to look at. Now I'm going to throw an idea out there that not everyone is necessarily going to agree with. And this is the idea that having a lot of money is actually quite different from feeling rich. So you might notice that I said feeling rich. Now, of course, you can have money and a healthy, abundant mindset that makes you feel rich. But there are just as many people who have a big fat bank account and they're totally miserable or they feel like their life is always lacking. And there's just as many people who don't have that much money at all, but they actually feel rich and as if they have enough. Okay, just a distinction to note. And here is the thing. The amount of money that you have in your bank account right now does not define your happiness levels. It's what you think about that amount that defines your happiness levels. Because remember, thoughts you choose always determine your feelings. So bringing this back to how my views changed this year, I think before this year, I would have said that my family was always really comfortable, but something shifted in me when the pandemic hit. I think that this year we were all really forced to look within when we were going through those mandatory lockdowns. I don't even know if you're still going through it. In Sydney, it sort of eased off a bit, but we were all spending a lot more time at home. And for the first time ever, I stopped and I took a really good look at everything I had in my life. And I sincerely, honestly felt so rich for all the things that I was so blessed to have. Now, no, this doesn't mean, doesn't mean to imply that my life is perfect or that my family is perfect or that we have every material possession that one could ever hope to have, because that simply isn't the case. But instead, I discovered that what we had was enough. Now, I don't know the thoughts that you had running through your own mind when you first started going through this lockdown process. But we've always led such a busy life here in my house where we don't actually spend as, you know, as much time at home as I would like. And the, for the first time ever, I actually stopped and took notice of everything that I owned, like seriously paid attention to it because I don't think I'd paid attention to it in the same way before. And this felt like such a wake up call for me being flooded with this wave of appreciation for everything that surrounded me. Like I felt so blessed for my family because even though we aren't perfect, they're still my imperfect family who I love to be. And I took notice of everything, like even the books on my bookshelf that I maybe just read once and I'd filed away. Like I looked at that bookshelf and I went, wow, all that knowledge. I'm so blessed to have it. Just sitting on those shelves is room for transformation. Knowledge is power, remember. 
And then I would walk into my wardrobe and I'd go, wow, like I have so many clothes that I love that I completely forgot that I ever bought. Some that I hadn't worn for years. Why had I even ignored them? It was like for the first time I was paying attention. I was giving attention to everything around me. I had these skincare products that I bought and completely forgotten about. I had this great camera and video camera staying untouched, just waiting for some attention for me. I had accumulated some things of value that had no real value when they were being ignored or forgotten about. And for the first time ever, I took more notice of the things that I did have. Okay, I'm not going to pretend that I have everything that I've always wanted, but I paid attention to the things that I had rather than focusing on what I didn't have. And for the first time ever, I felt like what I had was just enough. I had everything that I needed to make me happy right now. It was a decision that I made. Now, being at home taught me that I didn't really need anything else, anything more than the things that surrounded me right now. Now, we really do live in this sort of consumer materialistic society where we're trained to want more material possessions. That's what all those advertisements are about. It's like buying more things, you need this. But in actual fact, when we were forced to stay home, I could see that I was actually happy with what I already had, that I could be happy. And I didn't need anything else to make me feel more fulfilled because that feeling of fulfillment comes from within. Now, I don't know if you've ever traveled before, but we've taken a few big trips for extended periods, like a couple of months, and I've always found it fascinating that you can pack everything you need to enjoy yourself and function totally well during that period in just one suitcase. And that one suitcase is enough to keep you happy. And the same thing would happen when we'd go camping. We'd go camping every year without fail. And it would be really funny that I could just pack a small bag of essentials and discover that during that holiday, less is actually more. So for me, during this year, I found this newfound appreciation for everything I had in my life. It made me really feel richer and more fulfilled beyond measure. So what I have right now is such a blessing. I have everything I need to make me happy because I make myself happy. Even if I was alone, stranded on a desert island, I would feel fulfilled. I have everything I need and anything more is just a bonus. But I want to point out that this is actually a feeling that I've chosen to embrace and like take on wholeheartedly. And it's not necessarily a sign of everything that I have in my home right now. It's just a way I've chosen to feel. So just to give you an example of how you can have a little, like not too many things and still feel rich. I want to share you a story. And I know I've talked about it on the podcast before, but when I was 20, I moved to an island in Croatia and I lived there for two and a half years. Now, I think at the time I had just finished university, I possibly had probably ten dollars to $20,000 in savings that I'd accumulated just from working part-time. So that's all I had. That, that was the money to my name. But notice that it wasn't a bank account with a million dollars. It was just enough for me to live overseas for the time that I was there. So when I lived in my grandparents' village, the place that I lived in didn't even have an inside toilet. Instead, there was this outside toilet. It was like a little bit up this mountain. Our house was the highest one on the mountain. And I remember when I was 12, my grandparents gave me a bucket to keep in my room in case I needed to go to the bathroom. It was like in case of an emergency. But we would still, at age 20, fetch water from a well. And all the young people had these old tiny cars that they were so proud of having. And I traveled there, you know, from Australia where I had a home filled with nice things. I came with one suitcase and that's what I lived with for two and a half years. And my most treasured possessions were things like an old radio so I could listen to music. I had this dictionary. It was like this English-Croatian dictionary just so I could better learn the language. And, of course, a stack of blank notebooks just so I could write and keep a journal. 
And that was it. That was sincerely like if he asked me the three things that I really needed to keep me happy, it was those three things and nothing more. And I sincerely felt so rich back then. Before I'd even started my career, I'd just finished university. I wasn't even earning an impressive income. I wasn't even working. I'd just literally finished school. But I would not have traded places with any millionaire or a billionaire at that time because deep inside, I felt richer and happier than I ever imagined I could be. And this was a feeling that I finally found again this year during 2020, during the pandemic, during a year that has seen so much loss and heartbreak and dramatic change for the world. And myself included, we have all gone through ups and downs. I've also lost people that I loved, but even when I lost them, I just felt so blessed to have had those people in my life. And I know that their memories will live forever inside my heart. So when everyone was panic buying toilet paper and in that scarcity mode where they felt like they were going to run out of things, I chose to stay in this abundant mindset and just appreciate every single little thing that I had in my life. I mean everything. I gave thanks for my family, for my business, for my friends, for the clothes on my back, for the food that I was eating, for the bed that I was sleeping in, for my health, even for my challenges and for every single thing that I was experiencing and everything that I was surrounded by. I just chose to count my blessings and not my troubles. I chose to think that life would take care of me and that what I had would be enough. That is a choice that I made. And the strangest thing actually happened this year when I just decided I was already rich and blessed in crazy ways. And when I chose to approach everything with this abundant mindset, my business actually grew in some amazing ways. It became so much more profitable. And it was the only difference was the way that I was choosing to come at everything with an abundant mindset. There is enough to go around. Money flows easily to me as opposed to this scarcity mindset. So all that drama that we create for ourselves when we think that we don't have enough time or enough money or enough resources or enough anything, that actually slipped away for me this year. I sort of like let it go. I felt so abundant and my life rewarded me with even more abundance. And I want you to know that this option is always available to you at any point in your life. Seriously, any point. You can shift from scarcity to abundant thinking. No matter how much you're currently earning, you can just feel rich by being so grateful for the things that you have right now. And when you feel rich, you actually become rich. You become rich with peace and rich with understanding and rich with gratitude. And it becomes so much easier for money to flow your way when you sincerely embrace that level of abundance. That feeling, I I can't even tell you how much it means to me. It is worth its weight in gold. Now, I'm sure we can chat about this more in future episodes, but I just thought I'd share with you this change that shifted in me this year during the pandemic. And I also want to remind you that this is always open to you too. You have this choice. You might not even know it right now, but you are rich in so many ways, my friend. Just open your eyes to all the beauty and amazing things that surround you. Even if you don't have a cent to your name, just the fact that you're listening to this podcast episode means that you are open to learning, you're open to growth, and hopefully you now realize that it's just like Wayne Dwyer said, abundance is not something we acquire, it is something we tune into. Abundance is a state of mind, a way of thinking, a way of being that is not determined by your bank account, which means that it is open to everyone and it makes it so much easier for you to receive more amazing things in this world when you have an abundant mindset. So if you're interested in learning more, make sure to visit Dream Big, my friend, where you will find so many more courses where I've poured my heart and soul into creating the best content ever. 
So just take care. You know I love and appreciate you all and I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.